0: Thank you for joining us for our first live brunch and slave podcast today. I have joining me a lady on a mission, a lady with a plan, a bad, you know what, <laughs> and a diva who does not mind telling you like it's his. Miss Bree Clark, founder of the Mon Project and Lavender and Mint Designs, Yay. along with so much more oh, that we're going to talk about today. So too thank much, you, so Miss Bree Clark, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they could be impatient with me. And-
1: <laughs> no, it's okay.
0: You know, I'm not one of those people who gets mad if somebody says I'll get back to you because I have no problem circling back and I don't take offense because I'm busy. We're all busy. We're working. We're living our best lives. Like that's my song of the minute. Y'all like that one? I really yeah. like that. I won't <laughs> sing on this one. I, I think y'all heard enough of my singing. But for those people who don't know about the Mom Project and Labyrinth Designs, give us like the Reader's Digest version of what it is. So the
1: Iman Project is a lifestyle brand where I focus on women empowering women as more than a hashtag. I think women empower women is such a trend right now and I wanted to do something where it actually is something that we see in person, and it's actually in action. So I, it's um, through projects, project, um, through events, community events, just bringing people, women to the table where everybody feels as though they have a place, a seat at the table where everyone belongs. And Lavender and Mint Designs is farmhouse table business that my husband and I started three years ago, which led to, on the table, the Workshops with a Purpose. And the reason I started that business is because I wanted to, well, for one, I couldn't afford the table at Restoration Hardware. It was $3,000. It's a crazy price. And I felt that no matter who you are, you shouldn't be able to not have a farmhouse table because of price so therefore we started creating these this furniture and stuff and it turned to where we started building in our garage and had all these hand-me-down tools for my dad I started with 27 dollars and all my dad's black and decker old tools Mm -hmm. and stuff so that's lavender and mint designs it's all furniture and the reason I call it lavender and mint is because growing up um when we had dinner my mom used to make me go and get um, lavender and mint for the sweet tea every single night Oh, which wow. I hated sweet tea, but I remember <laughs> I loved going out and getting it and gathering it, and that's what we would have with our tea for dinner, and it always reminded me of bringing our family to the table.
0: Now, Bree is being um, modest because I want I want to toot your horn because that's what I'm <laughs> supposed to do as, uh, as as your friend and as a person who is admiring you, not from afar, but from right here. Mm-hmm. Um, to this date, how many tables have y'all sold? 46 over 4,600. Exactly. So (laughs) she is not just talking it. She is walking it. And these, when you go ahead and follow her now, if you got your phones, you can go ahead and go to her Instagram account (laughs) and check it out real deal. Cause she has something special for y'all. So you're going to want to know a little bit more about it. So Brie, now as a little girl, you talked openly about how your mom threw a lot of dinner parties, right? So
1: many dinner parties. And
0: you (laughs) literally, that's where the inspiration came from. When you were a little girl flipping through those magazines and daydreaming and helping your mom put napkins together. Did yep. you ever think that you'd be this lady uh, featured on the news every weekend and folks coming to your no. special <laughs> own brick and mortar business to have
1: these? No, workshops? not at all. I mean, my parents are really big, especially my mom was really big on, me, like, preparing everything, helping with it. I wasn't sent to my room whenever the parties were going on. Like, I rolled the lemons to make sure they were soft for so the t- sweet tea. Sweet tea was big at our house. So. <laughs> Roll them to make sure they're soft. Um, I put the peppers and the mushrooms for stuffed mushrooms. Like, um, folded all the napkins. Um did like special little characters I mean I was really hands-on with everything and I would flip through the Bon Appetit magazines, traditional home look at decor ideas and stuff before Pinterest was you know mm-hmm. the thing or whatnot but I never thought that that was preparing me for my true purpose.
0: And the reason I asked that question, because I'm a person who truly believes in manifesting and walking in what your light is. I tell the story a lot of how when I was a kid and we would go away for the summers, I would pretend I was going on business trips. That was my thing. I'd have my little carry on and I'm fancy. And that's what I literally did for 10 years. I flew from Florida to Hawaii Monday through Thursday going on those business trips i always dreamed of and i think it's important for people to know your mind is the most powerful tool that you ever will hold and no matter where you are right now you can literally visualize what you want find yourself some folks who are in that space even if they're just dreaming about being it and you can make it happen so true so now you had the privilege not too long ago of being a tedx speaker
1: yes i did they slid in my dms we can
0: talk (laughs) about Yeah. We can clap for that. So, I first of all, you know, I was like, go, go, go I know. queen. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and killing it. And we, you know, this is funny to me every time I see her speak, she seems so shy. And that is like not I know. I, I don't know. I just like public I I suck at
1: public speaking. Like I just get I don't know. I like online and behind, you know, the computer and stuff, like I'm real like sassy and everything. But I'm sassy in person too, but I just I don't know. I Yes.
0: Right. I'm so, not shy. I'm not but as a TEDx speaker you really were able to use that platform for a to me yeah. it was in a great way you got to talk about why it was important for us to really have a seat at the table a, div- a true diversity, diversity. Yeah. not just you know when we say diverse it, but diversity is not always about uh, ethnicity yeah right I made that
1: very clear that yeah. it wasn't about diversity isn't about right only about race um it's can be your location, your size, your shape, your style, your opinion. It just includes so much. I think that so many times that people focus on diver- diversity, equal, equal race, and then they miss the big picture. They miss that. It's like when I'm not speaking about, oh, well, I just don't want all white people in one area or all black people in one area. I want different people just mm-hmm. from different locations, from different ideas, from different backgrounds. So I really got to push that in New yeah. York,
0: especially like a diverse area. Yeah. How's that? yeah. I believe that's the cure to ignorance. Yeah. Um, the best thing that ever happened to me w- was when I went to college. I studied abroad twice. <laughs> and being able to go to other countries and see how they live, number one, it makes you really appreciate, appreciate America. Um, I don't care what anybody else says, <laughs> y'all better say God bless America because uh, there are some people out here who literally, I, I went to one country, I won't say what it was, but their public health clinic, their free clinic was our free clinic runs circles around their hospitals, like just seriously. So whenever you just even be able to voice how much you hate, whatever happened a couple of days ago or whatever, you know, yeah. that's, that's major. And I'm talking about the elections. We just finished the primaries. I don't know when we're going to release this. so I want people to be able to use it in context, but, I think it's important for you to know that, and as a veteran, i'm going to say that too you know i did I did wear that uniform, and I made sure that I did my part, but I think it's so important for us to teach that to our children and to not tolerate any kind of ignorance from neighbors, from friends, from coworkers, from bosses and I yeah. commend you because you do it so well, yeah and she doesn't do <laughs> it in sugarcoat like When you start following her, you'll see what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, I don't even, I don't want to, we'll get to that in a minute, but you'll see what I'm talking about. She has no problem putting people in their lane in the best of ways. So uh, recently, my dear friend, you uh, had a real dream come to fruition. Yes. You opened up 2310
1: Roth. Yeah. 2310 Ruth Street, um, little house on Ruth. It's a lifestyle studio. And I opened it up in the heart of Dallas and uptown. Um, I remember driving through the area and seeing like little houses that were businesses. And I was like, you know what? I want a business over here one day. And I would just say it over and over. And I would keep driving through the same street, drive up McKinney Avenue downstate and Allen. And I was like, I can be a Brown girl here and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we just opened it. um, October. We had our our ribbon cutting that friend Veronica dedicated to my grandmother. And um, we had that October 28th. So it's a place where everyone and anyone is welcome. Um, I host my workshops there, but I also have it where other people can host events. I sp- I've seen so many times people go to Uptown and want to host an event in Uptown or want to do something, and we're shut down, we're shut out, either by price point, either by people not following up. So I make I made it where it's affordable for anyone. I made it where it's accessible and that no matter what you have, a pop-up shop, a Bible study, um, makeup class, whatever, whatever. It's open for everyone.
0: Yeah. So, so, what was that moment like for you when you
1: when you I was, really I like was
0: surprised? I got I got it. <laughs> 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 I
1: was the one. Um, it was a huge accomplishment, especially for Carlos and I. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband and I. We when we came into this. I mean, we just celebrated our ten year anniversary yesterday. Yay. And I. <laughs> <Yay>. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> we know it's not easy. Yeah. Yet. And that was just a huge thing because when we came, Carlos and I were living in the car. Um, I had all my clothes in, a, in trash bags. I had two trash bags with all my things. Carlos had a duffel bag and these gray sweats um, and a pair of shoes. Like we had nothing. So we came into our relationship, into our marriage with absolutely nothing. So getting that place... Um, we call it our second mortgage or whatnot and being able to have something so that our sons, our twins can, you know, see what mommy and daddy are doing and see what mommy and daddy's opening their door for other people. That's just like a huge thing for
0: girls. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) So now I've kind of mentioned it a little bit, but you got a little sass and online from time to time. You like to read it and you like to say it like you mean it. Have there ever been times when it's come back or you've had repercussions from what you typed out there on the Internet?
1: Well, yes and no. Um, I view I'm very direct and I think that I'm very with my directness. I'm also authentic. I feel that so many times that we say. We don't say things that are on our, our mind of what others or people think, and that kind of holds us back from our people. I'm a strong believer now, especially in my brand and everything, that not everybody is for me. Mm-hmm. So not everyone is going to like what I say. Not everyone's going to like how I say it. That doesn't mean that I'm too much. It just means I'm too much for them. So with me going that way and thinking about it, that especially my, my mom is really like, i can only imagine my mom is (laughs) i used to think like she was so mean and so but she wasn't she was just like she was real and just what i what she's like you (laughs) like what you see is what you get and then she's not and it's like it might be something that you don't want to hear but it's Mm -hmm. something that you need to hear
0: and i think everybody needs somebody on their team like that like you know i say tiffany haddish is the extreme that we see right now in the public eye like everybody needs somebody when you won't speak up um, who will just say, I got you, like, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna say it for you, so, and then I'm gonna be honest, like,
1: some doors have been closed on me because of my personality, because of my, you know, my background, my stuff like that, but also at the same time, maybe that wasn't my door, Mm -hmm. so with one door closing, I've had three or four other doors Mm opening. um, I wrote, like, a long post, like, if you follow my Instagram, like, I always write these long, post about stuff and everything. And so before I went to New York, I had gotten shut shut out by a garden company in downtown Dallas that so they didn't want to work with me because of my personality, because of my background and stuff. And I wrote a post like, hey, they didn't want me. I was shut out from that. But in turn, my doors were open in New York City for me. So that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. This was. So.
0: Yeah. And that's perspective. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you're in those moments they feel real dark. Yeah. You know, I know I have those go in the closet, cry. Often. I'll just be honest. Like when yeah. I need to, I do it. And I think that's what you got to do. But as soon as I'll give myself that time, but I shut it off. Like yeah. you got five minutes, girl. And then you got to yeah. figure out what, exactly. what's the positive, what's the good thing, you know, and having people to hold you accountable for that. That's pretty awesome. So we know your mom, we know you're <laughs> a kick-ass wife and a boss business woman. What is it about, Bri, that you want people to know that we don't know?
1: Oh, that I'm hella sensitive. I mean, when people see stuff on my, they see me as being the tough one, see me as being the one that just is always holding everyone else up. But, you know, lately I've been showing more that I am just like everyone else. I break down. I probably have more breakdowns than anyone else. I go to a therapist, I take medicine. (laughs) Like, I mean, I have no problem. I have anxiety attacks that kick my ass. Um, I just want people to be that, you know, you can see a curated beautiful pictures and stuff on Instagram and on social media, but I'm just, we all are the same. We all are going through something. We're all fighting a battle. Mm-hmm. And I just really wish, I mean, I get so many people say that, oh, I want you to mentor me. Oh, I want uh, this life goals, uh, relationship goals, sit there or whatever. I'm still trying to figure shit out myself. Amen. I'm trying to figure stuff out to day to day. There's some days it is hard for me to get up out of bed and uh, I'd call you, the <laughs> call her <our> crazy mom. <laughs> like, I mean, we all like, that's, that's when people see like, "Oh, she has like thirty seven thousand followers da, 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 whatnot It's like that means nothing, and they
0: don't call me it, it's like yes, me. <laughs> that means nothing at
1: all, just showing that I go through stuff like everyone else
0: more brunch and sleigh after this And now back to brunch and sleigh yeah, and uh one of the things. I'll say is, um, I know you and I have talked about how difficult it is when you're a dominant person, but it's very hard to trust people, oh. and when you get in a space where you, whatever space is, I'm, yeah. I don't care what your industry, or even if you're not in the industry, if you're great at fitness, and people come up to you in the gym and say, girl, how'd you do those squats? Whatever it is, yeah. um, how Play hard it is, your brain? yeah, how hard <laughs> it is to let people in. We've yeah. like literally had conversations about this, but your husband is like the ultimate wingman. Oh. Um yeah.
1: How does that honest. help
0: you with him saying don't no, give that person a chance or push you know push Carlos through. is
1: always the reasonable and very nice one. Um <laughs> I think a lot of it is his culture. He's Colombian and Panamanian and he's very humble and everything. I'm I'm very um I'm very like I always think someone has an ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. And because for the longest time I was that person that had the ulterior motive. That's the I word. was the one that wasn't the good one. I was the one that always was looking at how could I use you, what way that I need you. So therefore, I think that's what people were doing to me. But Carl's is like just like you changed, just like people gave you a chance. I have to do, do the same. So with him explaining that, with him saying, relook look at where you were seven years ago to where you are now," that gives me that opens up the door and for me to let people in. Don't let them in all the way, no, but at never. least I give them a chance yes. too. Yeah. And then I'm also really big now on. Um, just trying to help out the woman next to me and trying to help out the person next to me, because I'm not looking at it as a competitive, like in the competition with Mm -hmm. them anymore. I think that we all have our season. We all have our path. And with that, no matter what you're doing, if you're doing the same thing as me, if you're hosting events, same events as me, hell, the events are the same name. I think they're both different because Mm -hmm. we're all different. And so when I I started looking at it that way, (laughs) then I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter if I give this person this contact or give this person this help and stuff like that. So I started looking at it not as a competition, but it's just someone like if I needed help and somebody was there for me, let me turn around and do that.
0: You touched on something I think speaks volumes. I don't know how many of you guys have read You Are Badass by Jen Sincero. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, That literally was like my aha moment when she said that, Um, basically when you get annoyed with somebody for doing something, it's typically because it's something you do. Yeah. And I thought, oh, you're a bitch. Yeah. Oh, you're a bitch. Like (laughs) I literally had to check myself and that literally has kept me, it helped me on the journey. I heard it when I needed to hear and I was ready to receive it. I don't think I would have received it five years ago. And I literally was talking to some folks. Uh, I just recently relocated back to Dallas after 13 years. Um, I know, finally. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, there was a lot of trepidation. I couldn't figure out why. Like, why was I not feeling, like, overwhelmed with joy about returning to my home city and being around my family and friends? And I realized because the person I was when I was here is dead. She's long gone. I'm no longer a mean girl, which I was. I'll tell you the truth. I was a mean girl. (laughs) I was spiteful. And I'm glad you said that because I think I've been wanting to do something called death to the mean girl for a while. Because I don't think it was because I wanted to be mean to people. I think it was just a defense mechanism. It was just something I used. Like, I'm going to make sure I'm going to have this wall up. You're not going to hurt me. And it's going to be just territorial. And I'm so glad I realized and I just had to come to tones, Like, she doesn't exist and you won't become her again because she's dead. Like. You, you. She's not gonna. It's not gonna come back. And when you yeah. see her creeping in, you better get quiet. You yep. better call somebody and say, "Girl, you're tripping. Like you've come too far." So yep. I, I, you know, I commend you for that. And I know it's not easy. It's not easy letting people in. It's not easy to even do things like this. Like you guys could have been anywhere tonight, and you chose to drive in the traffic and come here and pour into us yes. and and witness sisterhood. So thank y'all even for being here tonight. Um. So finish this sentence for me. Okay. This time next year, I will. Oh gosh be wherever
1: he wants me to be. Ooh, I love it. I don't, that's like, I never, I don't know, like I say, I don't know where I'm going. I just am putting everything into Jehovah God, and he chooses what I need to do, what season I'm in, and where I need to be. So yeah, yeah, I love it.
0: And then I love, uh, I don't know, I, I hate to make them too personal, but I don't know where we were, and you were saying how, you know, people seem to think, everything started out like it is uh-huh. and we talked about how when you first started you're like you were all over the place uh, things evolved yeah. nobody has it. it's like literally pebbles are dropped when you listen and you Follow where you're supposed to yeah. be, and you go on that path, and you look back, How did I even get here? You know, so looking at your brand now, and even how much it's evolved since oh, I gosh. first met you.
1: Oh, first, Iman Pie was a marketing company, then I was a <laughs> VR, then I was event planning, then I was a flower, bake. I was floral design, I was Iman Pie was everything, <laughs> but it was like I was like, Iman's my middle name, so I was like, Okay, Lalisa's. Well, it's things there, whatnot. But I had no idea what I was doing. with Even with on the table, on the table works out to the purpose. We're supposed to be, we're supposed to be dinners. Mm-hmm. So they're supposed to be dinners where everybody. Came to the table and just put everything on the table, like all of their thoughts and mm-hmm. the things. So, I mean, I had no idea where the stuff was on. But you're right. It's just like little, yeah,
0: little. And it problem. worked out. Yeah, it it, is. It's, it's it's coming is. out all right. All right. All right. <laughs> so we're gonna have some fun. I want people to get to know your personality okay. a little bit. So late night or early morning? Oh, late night. Do not call me before <laughs> 8 a.m. I will. Cuss people out
1: of, like, I cannot stand when people call me before 8 or text me or yeah, late late night. Champagne <laughs> or um, Bloody Mary. Apple juice. What? I love apple juice. Okay, girl. I love apple juice.
0: I get, we could put something okay. in mean, I, I love apple juice. <laughs> we can spike it. Is it at least the honey I crisp? drink apple juice
1: every single night.
0: All right, I I will knock your answer. Summer or
1: fall? Fall. I'm a big girl and I hate this I hate the hot weather.
0: Cardi or Nikki. Oh gosh. (laughs) Beyonce. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. But you know what? I love Cardi's hustle. I hate the word hustle because I don't hustle doesn't appeal to me. Like I don't wanna hustle. I wanna build. Yeah. Right. Hustle, don't give me a t-shirt to say this is a new hustle because it's going in the trash. You will not see me wearing it. <laughs> we're building, right? We are. We're not hustling. At all. We want to be on the beach yeah. with our husband. I hustled before. So. And that yeah. didn't work. That didn't work. That's right. Yeah. So we're building. Okay, so now, you know, uh, if you could brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive, this Saturday, who would you be brunching with?
1: Oprah and John Lennon. Hmm. I do know. Why John Lennon? I just thought he was just so controversial and just kind of just – random and out there, and then I liked how everyone couldn't stand him and what's her name? Ilkanos mm-hmm. relationship, but how no matter how everyone disliked what they were going through, what they were, that they were all about one another. And it kind of reminded me, like, when Carlos and I got together, mm-hmm. like, his mom was a really strong, strong Colombian woman, and I was not, there was no way he was bringing home a black girl and whatnot, and I didn't even meet them until I had the had his sons. <laughs> Parents didn't come to the hospital until I was having the boys, and we were had been together three years. But how everyone was against us and everything, so it
0: just kind of. I love that. Okay, so what area of your life are you currently slaying? Motherhood. Oh, I'm a dope mommy.
1: So I can say I have one little boy. He's autistic, and um, he takes a lot of time. But um, he calls me mommy queen, and thinks I'm just a cat meow. Uh, twins they're seven um they were life-changing for me um I show I share a lot that I was in jail for a while like over a year so I wasn't there the first part of them I had um right after I had them I went in and um so I had to do a lot of making up to me of course at one they didn't really Mm -hmm. know or whatnot so um I just cherish and share every single moment with my boys like so and I just think I do a damn good job at
0: being a mom to that. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, you know, I want to say this publicly because I think um, it's a beautiful thing when you see a, a caterpillar turn into a butterfly. <laughs> I'm a sucker for like, I won't even say the underdog because you know, you're nobody's underdog. I'm a sucker for a good happy ending and for redemption because all of us, I'm going to tell you this, everybody in this room has something that they don't want people to know you know and um for somebody to walk in their truth and that's what attracted me to her and i tell this story when i first followed her i I thought i was reaching out to a little asian lady (laughs) because her her stories were so curated i never saw her i never saw anybody brown i'm like i wouldn't show and then i didn't show
1: myself either i was so scared of people bringing up my background so i hid myself from my brand um i never used my full last name because i didn't want people to google me Mm -hmm. and so um yeah when you, when you okay you always thought a little asian
0: i did <laughs> she always says, I I did. and i thought when she answered the phone i'm like this cannot be the latest and i was a little curious why an asian woman would have a company named Be mom project but i thought i'll go win it hey you know that's cool but you know i love that one of the things that i've started doing for brunch and psych which is really important to me is you gave of yourself to be here, number one, and be very vulnerable in front of people, not just with me, you know, with a glass of champagne by the phone. Um, I want to know what the Brunch of Slay tribe can do. How can, what vibes can we send your way? How can we support you? What do you need for us? What can we pray for you for? What do you need from this audience who's listening to this right now?
1: Um, just to pray that we continue to, like, really show a diverse community and that we focus on that, showing others how that what a true sisterhood is Mm. and sharing with others how that women empowering women is not a trend. It's more than a hashtag. It's something that's, you know, as little as sending a text saying hello, checking on the person, asking. um, I mean, it threw me off completely when Veronica one time we were together and she's like, what can I do for you? What is it that I can do for you? And those, that small little sentence is so impactful. And so like, if we ask someone, our neighbor, someone sitting next to us, what can we do for you? Like that would be the hugest thing, and then follow the Amon Project, you know, on Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, and stuff. Like
0: now that. you have something special for everybody listening, and the, well, yes. the folks here tonight. You want to tell them what what you have?
1: I am giving everyone fifty dollars off any farmhouse table, um, lavenderman design, and then fifteen percent um, discount on a workshop. And the workshops that I host are calligraphy, floral design, painting, pottery. Um, Cake making, macarons—we do all sorts. Everything, so and
0: you things. do something out of the bottom of your heart
1: for the moms. Yes, so I do. Um, I have a mama mode, celebrating mother modern motherhood, and I started doing that because I would get so many moms would be like, "Oh, I can't buy a ticket right now. I have little one's soccer thing. I have this or whatnot." So I offer quarterly a workshop where. It's dedicated to moms, and it's completely complimentary. So it's the same workshops that we do, but it's completely free. Um, we do a Renaissance Hotel, Modern Market. We'll do it at 2310, a Little House on a Roof. But it's um, for moms to come, eat, net- network, socialize, um, drink, and create, and not have to worry about a bill.
0: <laughs> right.
1: So where can people
0: follow you? How can these folks support you?
1: So Instagram is T-H-E-I-M-A-N Project. And then the Amonproject.com, I finally have a website. Woo! Finally, that was <laughs> Um, And then um, Lavender and Mint
0: Designs on Instagram. So. Well, Bree, you yeah. know, it's been real. It's been uh, I thank you from the bottom of my heart oh, for braving you. the traffic, yeah. for coming out and speaking in front of people, which I know is not your jam. Oh, it isn't. Uh, <laughs> and just for being you and letting your light shine. I'm cheering for you. Thank you. And thank if there's you. ever anything you need, you know. I got to I text you yeah, I do. <laughs> all right. If you're enjoying the show And you love what you're hearing Go ahead and subscribe Stop what you're doing Unless you're driving down the street Make sure you go and give us a five star review With two brief sentences And like, share, and tell somebody else And until next time Remember that if she can I can, we all can I'm Amira and this is Bunch and